It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Equifax poured metaphorical lemon juice on a paper cut after company representatives directed customers to a fake site to find out if they had been affected by a security breach. I'm Jonathan Strickland, and this is Tech Stuff Daily. On July 29, 2017, hackers gained access to Equifax's database. Equifax is a consumer credit reporting agency. Along with Experian and TransUnion, it is part of the big three credit reporting agencies, and the company has records on more than 800 million people and their credit histories. A vulnerability on Equifax's website allowed the hackers to snoop around and take an enormous amount of information, including credit card numbers for more than 200,000 people and personal identifying data for 182,000 people, including social security numbers. It's possible that the breach affected as many as 143 million people to some degree. As security breaches go, this one was particularly bad. It led to discussions about everything from network security to the United States' reliance on the social security number system for just about everything. The company kept the breach under wraps until early September 2017. At that time, Equifax launched a tool that was supposed to help customers determine if their data was among the information stolen by hackers so that they might then make an informed decision about what to do next. Right away, reports came out that the tool itself didn't appear to be reliable. This wasn't helped when Equifax itself began to send people to a fake testing site. The site Equifax set up to help people verify whether or not they had been affected has the URL www.equifaxsecurity2017.com. The URL sets this page apart from the primary domain, equifax.com, and that's a big problem. At least one Equifax representative tweeted out the wrong link to a potential victim. That link was securityequifax2017.com. The words Equifax and security were swapped. Equifax deleted this incorrect tweet, but as you're probably aware, 
nothing is ever truly deleted from the internet. That mistaken URL would lead users to an actual site. If the dark mirror version of our universe were the one we were in, that site would have been another data mine so that criminals could entice users to give up valuable information. In the information security biz, we call that phishing with a PH. Fortunately, the site wasn't in any way malicious. Instead, the site came from Nick Sweeting, who wanted to show how Equifax's approach was dangerous and irresponsible. Sweeting knew that the way Equifax set up that site was a mistake. By registering a domain that doesn't actually live on the Equifax.com domain itself, the company opened up the opportunity for someone to create a fake or spoof site. Sweeting had no intent on using the data people would submit through his fake site to any malicious purpose. He just wanted to drive home the fact that if he could do it, so could a more criminal-type person. The page he created had a banner across the top that read, Cybersecurity Incident and Important Consumer Information, which is totally fake. Why did Equifax use a domain that's so easily impersonated by phishing sites? This happens frequently on the web. By copying the look of an established, trusted entity, data thieves can convince people to hand over valuable information willingly. Upon casual observation, the spoofed site seems perfectly legitimate. The thieves depend upon the trust customers have with the institution or organization they believe they are communicating with. In this case, not only did Equifax set up a tool on a URL outside of Equifax.com, the company also mistakenly advised customers to go to the fake site itself. After already suffering a major setback in public confidence, this was not a great move. And it really illustrated how quick responses to a crisis can go terribly wrong. Sweeting also pointed out that while he intended no harm, there are surely parties active online right now that have darker intentions. Many of these will go to great lengths to create a believable experience to fool innocent users into giving up more of their information. This is a double slap in the face for people who are already worried that thieves had stolen their data. It's a vulnerable population undergoing further exploitation. Sweeting's argument is one many cybersecurity experts agree with. It's a better idea for an organization to make any official tool part of their primary domain rather than to set up a new web domain. This reassures users that they are dealing with the actual entity and not some random data fisher. While Equifax is a recent target of this sort of spoofing, there are lots of other examples, from fake news sites to link farms that only exist to generate page views and rack up advertising money, spoofing is a big deal on the web. It always benefits the user to be careful when navigating to a URL, and to be absolutely sure that the site you're visiting is a legitimate one before you share any of your personal information. To learn more about information security, including how good guys sometimes act like bad guys so that they can stop the real bad guys, subscribe to the Tech Stuff Podcast. We dive deep into tech topics to get a better understanding of how they work and affect our lives. That's all from me for now. See you next time. It's brand new, season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a dying. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.